Okay, welcome back to Camp People with John and Mariah. We have some very special guests. They're all right. Yeah, they're okay. Um, John and Mariah, that's us. Yep, still is. Yep. We brought our friends, Andrea. Oh, wait. Friends? Are we saying his name? Yes. Can you give us permission? We've decided. Okay. Although, what did you say your alias would have been? I was workshopping a couple of them, but I think I landed on Reginald, and then you could call me Reg or Reggie. You know, you gotta you gotta incorporate the nickname in it. Yeah, that just felt too too basic, you know. Okay, so this is my husband Luke. Oh, Luke. Okay, (laughs) otherwise known as Reginald. My friends call me Reg. (laughs) My friends call me Reg. (laughs) Awesome. So Luke and Andrew are here. Um, Andrew, do you want to let the people know what your voice sounds like? Yeah, and I'm his wife. Yeah, this is my wife. Not my not not a friend. friend. Special See, friend, if you will. <laughs> you can tell that we work at camp because everyone's our friend. We're, we're all just such good friends. We're just good friends here at camp. Um, and the best part about this podcast is Mariah and I don't have to talk too much because we're just here to ask Luke and Andrea questions. Yeah, Luke, didn't you know you're actually carrying this team? <laughs> well, that's interesting because when you guys were talking about doing a like a how to have family on camp and like what that looks like. I was like, man, I want to listen to that. Cause I feel like I don't really know a whole lot. Like that would be good to listen to. So it's kind of <laughs> awkward to be on this side of the, on the J- table. But, jokes uh, on you. Cause Mariah and I also don't know a lot. Yeah. So that's why we invite We you. just, we went with the method of, Oh, you don't know much. Well, let's give you a microphone. Yeah. You can talk about it still. Oh, that's fair. I'll talk. All I, all I, all I it's kind of like when, it's kind of like when your mom taught you how to swim, she just kind of threw you in the deep end and, exactly. well, and now you're a lifeguard. So that's fair. Here we are. There you go. Okay. So, Mariah and I pulled the straws before you guys got here to decide who we were going to ask questions to first. Yeah, we sure did. Oh. And Andrea, you won! Yay! Yay! I got the short straw, huh? Well, go figure. No, you got the long the straw. Long sure. straw. Yeah. 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 Okay, Andrea, so um, what do you do at camp? At camp. Yeah. I am... You don't have to give like exact titles, but like just a little bit of about like generalities what you do i am in the office i answer phones i help um register campers for summer camp nice. uh, i host on the weekends uh, i do some programming here and there a little bit of everything exciting and how long have you been doing that um well at my current camp i have been officially here for two-ish months oh nice nice so, so what did you do before that like well in camping in camping yeah um i started out as a counselor i did that for three years i have lifeguarded i have ran the waterfront as a waterfront supervisor director however you want to phrase it um i've been a health officer the waterfront president if you will as it were Mm -hmm. yeah yes um uh what did I just say? I was waterfront uh, president. Yeah. No, you said something. Health after officer. That. The health That's officer. What it was. Yep. I've done that. Um, being in charge of counselors. I don't know what that technically. The boss. It was like an, a basically assistant program director. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like that's what they call it nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays. Nowadays. You make Sorry. it sound like it. I mean, I guess that was like 13 years it was, ago. Yes. It was 2008, folks. 14 two- years ago. 15? 15. We don't it's need to keep a, going. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute. Um, I've been a program director. Um, yeah. You've kind of done it all. I've, yeah. 
and Old she and she's done it all in the last like well, Andrew's 20 only, years. Andrew's only 20 years old. So she started at age six and here she is now. Never looked back. Yeah. Awesome, Andrea. So if you were to pick your favorite camp food, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> so one camp we had in the breakfast uh, menu, Ooh. they were potato like mashed potatoes and oh. then it had like mm. a fried covering over them oh mm-hmm. delicious amazing they were amazing. super good i they, do remember mm-hmm. those are those were probably my favorite form of potatoes i yeah. agree um if you were to pick your favorite camp activity what would it be favorite camp activity you should have one because you were programming most <clears throat> of your life this feels like should we yeah. top of noggin um but also, I forgot I did outdoor education. <laughs> um, and on one list. of my favorite activities for that was skit night. Loved skit night. Mm. That's so a good. good one. If you could run any activity like tomorrow, I say, here's 30 kids, go for it. Which activity are you running? Skit night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so, in a, Mariah and I did this in our first episodes to each other. Um, in a 30 second elevator speech, why did you choose full-time camping go great question great question um so i have been in camping obviously for 20 years now so long time um but i just love camping it's the atmosphere is great you get to play and get paid to play um i don't know how many other jobs i've had where it's been like that um, I'd say probably none. So, uh, yeah. And it's great people and you get to talk about Jesus and you don't have to worry about losing your job or anything over it. So yeah. Um, fun and fun and Jesus. Fun and Jesus. Fun and Jesus. Fun and Jesus. My two favorite food groups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lucas. Also, um, fun fact about Luke that you guys probably didn't know, um, the Indianapolis Colts Stadium was named after him. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the royalties to come in from that. Yeah, you and me both. (laughs) Should I interview you since Sean interviewed Andrea? I don't know. It's your podcast. Don't look at me. Okay, I'm getting the nod of approval. Okay, we're going to introduce you. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Uh, What do you do? What's your job? So my job at camp is I work in the facilities department. So I usually say that I try to fix more things than I break. Um, and I have a pretty good track record of, of doing that. I do break a few things, but I usually fix more than I break. But it truly means just about anything. Some days it's mowing the grass, taking out the trash. Some days it's pumping out a septic tank. Some days it's fixing a roof. Um, it's really just about anything under the sun. Amazing. What is your favorite camp food? My favorite camp food, I think really anything breakfast, I mean, anything breakfast mm. period is good in my mm. in my opinion. But camp breakfast just has something different about it. But specifically, it's kind of an odd one, but I love the yogurt bar because every mm. time I walk in the dining hall, I'm like, man, yogurt, that sounds incredible. And I get a bowl and it's great. And I don't know if I've ever really had yogurt outside of camp. Yeah, really? I'm just, it's just guy. not something that's, it's not like a really big part of my diet. But for whatever reason, in the summer, I walk in, in the dining hall, and I'm like, man. Mm, yogurt bar like let's go that's that's where you start the day so i feel like that's a good one for me what's your favorite topping 
on the yogurt oh, bar. Oh, we have these uh, diced up strawberries, and mm. they we store them frozen, but mm. then they obviously come out on the on the line. And sometimes they're just a little bit frozen, so they have like a little bit of extra crunch to them. Oh yeah, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Some crunchy strawberries, mm. Mm. so good. Totes. <laughs> what is your favorite camp activity? Um, my favorite camp activity is I would probably say our zipline. Ziplining, mm. anything high adventure, but zipline specifically. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't have it at the camp we work at currently. But uh, another camp I worked at, they had paintball, and that was Ooh. awesome. So that would definitely be a up there. Nice. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Do you want to give a background on your camping experience? Oh yeah, sure. Um, my list is much shorter than Andrea's, <laughs> um, but I spent three summers in college working on summer staff. Did a couple different things. Worked uh, activity staff, so running. It was our, we called our, our target sports, but it was, we had like shotguns and rifles and archery and paintball and all those kind of things. So I did that for summer. Um, and then I was a counselor for the high schoolers. And then I transitioned into a summer staff leadership role. So it was essentially, I was the counselor to the counselors. So I was in charge of scheduling them and scheduling their breaks and making sure they had all the things they needed in their, getting their activities and fixing problems for them. Um, I was kind of like the mediator in between people in the office, people that are actually running camp, and then the counselors that were actually like with the kids on a day-to-day basis. And then, excuse me, after school, um, spent a summer plus a little bit at another camp working in a similar uh, maintenance role that I'm doing now. Um, and that's kind of that's something I did to kind of try it out because um, I'm a handy person. And I like being outside, like doing different things. Um, and I really liked that summer. And so I wanted to do it full time. And so that's, that's why I'm here. Yep. So I guess... That leads into why camp. For me, on a on a personal level, I like camp because it's something different every single day. Um, I am somebody who thrives in that chaos and in that the difference of I never really know what my day is going to look like, and I quite enjoy that. I know a lot of people that would stress them out, but for me, that's like my my sweet spot. So camp and specifically facilities allows me to kind of work in that lane but on a on a bigger level I think that camp is just a really really cool place that I have seen the change in campers and in staff and it's just such a transformation and such an amazing experience that people could have and so I want to be a part of creating that experience for Mm. other people and sharing God in very unique ways that you really can't experience anywhere else. Um, and so I just think it's really, really important to have camps. And so I just, I want to be a part of that. And so that's, that's why camping. Amazing. So before we go into like, um, first of all, I apologize to everyone. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, we need to introduce the fifth yeah. family member in the room. <laughs> the most <laughs> annoying part of our camp family is my dog, Charlie. He's making the most noise. He is like just, yeah he's just excited he's excited to see everyone and i did take his collar off so that we oh, have yeah. uh, jingle bells <laughs> so if you hear like his toenails it's just because he's like hopping up on the chairs beside us because he hasn't seen us all day because we've been at work so if you hear him he's just saying hi everyone make sure you share and follow and <laughs> give john and mariah a five-star rating on spotify so there we go that is there you go that's the cry of charlie's heart really there you go um okay back to your regularly program message scheduled, um, program? scheduled program yeah there we go. sorry i watch netflix and disney plus not regular television anymore <laughs> um luke um did you do like summer camp as a kid or anything like that or did you go 
like was working at summer camp the first time you experienced experienced camp? camp? In the sense that I know camp, yeah, this it was the first time I I went to camps growing up, but they were always Boy Scout camps, and okay. so it was a little bit different because we went as a whole troop and we went with our troop leaders. So like, yes, it was camp, but it was it wasn't always my parents, but it was like parents of my friends mm-hmm. and so they were our, our counselors in a sense which you do get some of the camp experience yeah. but it wasn't that it wasn't like, like go away for a week yeah. without your parents and you're hanging out with cool 20 yeah. something so it wasn't like ministry based like, oh yeah yeah none yeah. of that so i didn't have any of that experience until my uh first summer uh, on staff that was my first experience and okay. it was a uh, an eye-opening one but it was yeah. really good <laughs> andrea did you do like a summer camp as a kid like growing up or yeah i started probably in like i don't know third or fourth grade maybe even second Went all the way up to high school. I feel like I maybe even did some summer or some winter camps. Mm, okay. Now that I think about it. Well but, camped. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So. Diving in. We are going to talk mostly now about what it's like um, to have a family at camp. Um, and the kind of cool experience for you guys, not only because you work at camp but also and have a family at camp but also because like you have spouses us that also work at camp so like you double dip having a family and have spouses that work at camp as well so um all true things yeah (laughs) all good things yeah all good things but yeah so we're super excited and um recently we were at a um conference of other camping professionals and andrew and i were at a seminar and this conversation was actually brought up um where um a person that was in the guest service department had a concern because one of their co-workers um their spouse was not working at camp but they lived at camp and their spouse um didn't like it because their spouse was working long hours mm. and was not at home a lot. And um, there was a lot of confusion on why they weren't home and um, kind of the, how do you explain to your spouse on, or like, how do you explain when you're hiring somebody at a camping ministry on like, Hey, like this is what camp is. And like, how does a family function at camp? Yeah, it's, huh. it's really a fairly unique thing because especially if you're living at camp, I mean, we've never worked in a capacity where one of us was working at camp and one of us wasn't, but yeah. especially if you're working and living at camp, it can so easily become so much of your life and it is very long hours. And so I think it takes a lot of good communication up front about what those hours are, what the expectations are for your family. Like, Hey, if it's going to be past dinner time, I'm going to give you a call. Or if it's going to be past five o'clock, like I'll let you know kind of deal. And I think it takes going in as a family, it being a family decision because it's so all consuming. I say it's really a whole different world that I don't want to say you can't understand until you're a part of it. But I think oftentimes I take for granted how different it is. Um, I have really didn't have like a, you know, normal nine to five for, for very long. I worked for you know a couple months in between school and when we went to camp. So I don't have like a ton of you know, quote unquote real world experience to compare it with, but it is something that 
when I sit and think about it, or I sit and talk to my friends or my parents or whatever, and try to kind of explain to them what life is like living and working at camp. It really is just so unique that you have to, you have to talk about it and have to yeah. be prepared for all the different things that it, that come with it. Good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you haven't been in camping, it's hard to relay those expectations in an interview Yeah, sometimes because <clears throat> you can tell someone the job, but they don't necessarily understand everything that goes into it behind the scenes and the mm -hmm. time and the hours and um, all, just all the things. And even like the dynamics of yeah. we are coworkers, but we're also neighbors and we are also like our, a lot of ways, not our, our only community, but a lot of times camps are more secluded from like bigger cities or more populated areas. So it's not like you can just pop into town and go out to the bar for the night with, you know, in a big city or whatever it's it's a very sometimes secluded place so you're really it's a big part of your community too mm -hmm. like outside of work and so it's mm -hmm. it's a lot of different things to balance that it's it's kind of hard to talk about unless you've been a part of it yeah yeah Oops. how would we oh sorry I'm go ahead off. great how would you guys anybody in the room you know describe having a family at camp to someone that isn't in this industry how would you describe that experience For the spouse who's working? Either. Yeah. Um, so I would say for the spouse who's working, you just have to expect that anything can happen at camp at any given time. You can't be given a schedule of, oh, you're working from this time to this time. Well, things happen and you have to maybe switch things around or something takes longer than what you expected. Um, and so there's just so many variables that go into it that you just have to keep that in mind, I would say. And again, just know that staff has to be flexible with, with everything. Um, but also as, as maybe a spouse who's not working, go check it out and see what, mm. what's going on. So you can see what they're doing and not just like, Oh, well this happened. Well, see what happened. And, then maybe they would understand more what's going yeah. on too. Yeah. Cause a lot, of, a lot of times it is more than just a job. Like it is, yeah. it can be all consuming in a, in a whole part of you, which isn't always the healthiest. And so it's a thing to balance, but it is like you were saying, it's more than just, Hey, I'm clocking at this time and I'm clocking at this time. Like things happen, especially in like programming and facilities. Like sometimes a toilet just breaks and I have, and I, things are flooded everywhere. And I, and I can't just be like, all right, well, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow at 9am. Like I, I've got to take care of it now. Or, mm -hmm. Hey, this group is decided to stay a little bit longer or this activity didn't run the way we wanted it to. And so we're going to have to spend an extra hour out here to get all the kids through the zip line in time or whatever it is. And I think that being okay with that on, on both sides is important, but I also think communicating like I was talking mm -hmm. about of just, being upfront and honest of like, okay, what is the expectation? How often are we communicating these things? Um, and then also understanding that in order to balance your life, you have to put your family at a higher priority in the, in the times you do have time yeah. to spend with them. Yeah. One I think also is important, like um, when you're in camping, like you have your job, but also like it's fun to play. And so sometimes playing means like, I'm working till this hour and if camp's doing this fun thing, that means I might also be playing. So like our summer at the camp we work at, there's a thing we do in the summertime that I'm not required to do, but I like to do it. 
And so, um, like I, I volunteer to go and take an hour and a half of my time after supper and I go and right. do that. Um, but I also invite my family to go participate with me. And sometimes my daughter and wife come with me and sometimes they don't, but I try to like have them come with me. So like we do it as a family and they can be involved as much as they want to. And um, I think when you can allow your family to participate, like that's good. So you can do it as a family. And, but then also like being intentional and saying like, okay, well I did this. So that means like, if there's something else going on, like that I get invited to like, okay, well, I chose to do this. So that means I'm going to choose not to do this. this. Other thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think putting family at, I guess, establishing the priorities before walking into this job is really important. And just, I feel like I'm probably going to say this a lot this episode, but just communicating about where those priorities are, what each person is feeling mm-hmm. and how can how can all parties be respected? Cause I think having a family at camp is, it is uniquely awesome, but it does come with its fair share of challenges. Mm-hmm. And also just staying flexible with that of, Hey, we're going to communicate. And this is the way we want it to run now. If we're going to spend, you know, one weekend a month and we're going to leave camp and that's going to be our, our family time or whatever. And then being flexible say, Hey, that's not, working anymore let's do something else or hey this season is different like i know that ryan and i in the winter spend a lot of time together at night but when it gets to the spring i usually don't see her till eight nine o'clock at night most nights and so it's that being able to be flexible okay well this this worked a couple months ago but now things are different and so we need to make sure we are adjusting our expectations and what we are doing to be a healthy functioning family at camp well and that's the thing you have to remember too is that camp has different seasons of busyness and what might be busy for one spouse may also be different mm-hmm. season busy for the other spouse too um are you sure you're not like professional podcasters you're just segueing right into the next <laughs> i question. listen to a lot of them so you know, experience i guess in that sense so speaking of that um luke, segue segueing into that um luke i kind of was thinking about you for this one because with facilities um, I was kind of thinking about last season, last year, um, when we were building your house. Oh yeah, I um, sure did. <laughs> how do you manage family time in the busy and slow season? So um, last year, Mariah's slow season. Um, it was your crazy was busy your season. crazy busy season because it had to be your busy season because you were building, building a house. Building a house with the deadline. Yeah, we sure yeah. were. <laughs> because it had to be done before our busy like our guest busy season right right um i think the question and all of that how do you manage those family times in the different seasons yeah i think it's really being flexible but also being creative in the ways that you can spend time together and so i don't know it looks like a lot of different things i think um but it's kind of it's making sure you find a time that works and you're spending time together. So sometimes that is, you know, I may not be working, but I will still come to the meal that I know Mariah is working at in the dining hall and we'll sit together and we'll have dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's still technically on the clock and still working and she's still doing her job, but I'm able to be there to be a part of the community. But also like I get to have that, that check-in point with her. I, maybe it was a long day for her and I haven't seen her or been able to talk to her much. And so it's just a little like check-in point of, Hey, like we're talking, we're having this, 
this moment here um, in that day. And so I think that finding those different, like unique ways to do that and be just being creative um, would be really great if I could come up with a really good like example. But my my brain is uh, no, I think that's a good a lot of them, but a good example. And it also kind of goes back to what Andrew was saying of if you're feeling left out of the community, you know, if you're a spouse that either isn't working at camp or isn't in a busy time at camp, taking the time to go be where your busy spouse is, like go, go to the dining hall, go to the activities that they're at and just having those little, little touch points. I feel like that's a really great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think another thing that I have found, and this is because this is something I struggle with as well, but is being being flexible with your schedule when you have to be because that's the nature of camp but being very rigid with your schedule when you can be so i struggle with um just work 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 just go 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 and i'll just stay you know after work for an hour because i've got products to work on but i there's literally always things to do around camp um for everybody but i specifically i have a list that's uh, constantly running this i'm never going to be able to get to the end of and so if i let myself just constantly work i know that i could spend extra hour or two every night at work doing things but i when i don't have to stay after i try really hard to be like okay no it's five o'clock like i'm i finished whatever product i'm on like i'm at a good stopping point like i am leaving and i'm picking this up at in the morning even if it would be easier to just finish it right then and there because i know that hey i can be rigid with my time right now and so i'm going to be because it's more important for me to be home right now than it is to finish this project because this project's going to be here when I get here in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I think just kind of finding that the balance in your schedule, there are times where you can't say that or you, I, I can't control it. I get called in the middle of the night to fix a fire alarm or to kick the power back on or, you know, whatever it is. But when I can shut my phone off and say like, Nope, now is not a work time. Like now is a time to be with family. Just be having those boundaries, boundaries. set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is really, really important. With you guys having a kid at camp and being a family with a child, which is different than Luke and I, how do you manage that family time? Does that look different in different seasons? Just how do you do that? Sure. Uh, So I think when we have groups here and we're busy, we try to um, do meals in the dining hall together. Um, At least make Claire go over there so that she can see John. Um, I feel like during the summer, there's a couple activities at night that we can just kind of stand in the back and participate in, but we're not bothering anyone. Um, so just different things, even like some campfires, different things where we, we're not participating. We're just kind of observing, but we're still doing it together. I feel like you're almost using camp and I don't mean this about it, but like using camp activities as a like public, you know, community activity that otherwise you would have gone to, you know, like, I don't know, to a... Like a free concert. Yeah, like a free concert. Yeah. I don't know that it's at the same quality level, but... (laughs) Oh, it is. Skit nights is suddenly like, we're going to see live theater. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Right. Right. But I also think you guys, from my understanding, you guys do a really good job of like also having those intentional family days of where you guys mm-hmm. intentionally yeah. leave camp because even if you're off, but you're at camp, sometimes it's hard to separate that. But you guys yeah. intentionally yeah. leave camp and say, okay, no, today's a family day and we're spending it just being with family and doing something Yeah. So we'll do like, we'll go to the local ice cream yeah. store and mm-hmm. we're just, the three of us will go and do that or the lake in town and 
go right. swimming for the afternoon. So, yeah. yeah, we try to be intentional um, with our time just so that Claire especially doesn't feel left out or yeah. neglected. Or Well, I think part of the reason that we went back into camping ministry was because before we were here, um, <laughs> we didn't have family time. Like, yeah. mm. my work schedule, like, and Andrew's work schedule, even though, like, we were both working during the day, I would have so many meetings at night. Um, we never saw you. They never saw me. And so it's crazy. Like my, my mom and dad joke around all the time that like when we took the job up here, I was like, Oh, well I'm going to be less busy. And like, we'll have more family time. Now my mom and dad were like, we feel like you're more busy now than you were at camp. I'm like, yeah, but I get to see my family more. Yeah. yeah. Like I am more busy now work like at work. But I get to see my family more because like they can participate at work with me because I get to eat meals with them now while I'm working and like family can suddenly come to work. Yeah, family can be at work with me now. Um and things like that. So I think like that's the blessing of like doing ministry together is that um it's a lot easier to participate as a family. Right. And have that intentional time together. But I do think it's important, like you guys are saying sometimes you just need to leave like <laughs> especially yeah. for me because it's really hard for me like especially if i'm off like i can't come to a meal sometimes because right. like if i come and like someone's like the sound system's not working like i will leave and then i will stay yeah like i need to leave and like not be at on the property or else then i'm gonna stick around then andrew's gonna say hey john like you're not supposed to be working right now and then claire's gonna say hey dad like you promised we'd go get ice cream. Right. So I feel like that's one of those, it's good to know yourself and it's good to know your family system Yeah, because Luke coming to meals works for us. Mm -hmm. But there are sometimes whenever we're, we're both not working and we're like, we're not going to dining hall. Like we're going to do, you know, this by ourselves. And I think also for you guys, part of leaving is, you're both so good at cultivating community, but often community wants to be around you, which is like a blessing and a curse. So yeah. that leaving allows you to be like, no, this is just our time as a family and we're going to be be here with them. Just saying, it's a mental thing because even when you are off, if you're on, like if, if you live at camp, you are still on property. So you are still like physically at work, even if you are off. And so yeah, sometimes yeah. it can be a hard thing to like make that switch. And so like, physically removing that and removing yourself makes it a lot easier. Yeah. You have to intentionally set boundaries so that yeah. mm-hmm. you have that yeah. time. If you guys were to give tips for people like a family who's just coming into camp, what would you, what tips would you give them? What advice would you give them? I think boundaries, flexibility and communication. Mm-hmm. I think those are things we've talked about <laughs> yeah. almost exclusively at this point. Yeah. Um, I think those three are, are really important and really big words, but also very important things and, and things that are fluid and, and that change, but that need to be important parts of your relationship. Um, I also think that this is from my perspective, I've never been on the other side, but I would just encourage you to lean in to it um, because one of the coolest parts about working at a camp is the community that you get to be a part mm-hmm. of. Like it sometimes can be kind of weird that your coworkers are your friends it, it in like an actual sense and also your neighbors, but like it also can be really cool. And so like, I would just encourage you to lean in and like, this is a, it's an opportunity that a lot of people don't have. It's similar to like with 
the setup of college. Like college sounds weird, but like when you're out of college, you look back like, oh, those are the great days. Like remember when you just got to like live next door to your friends and then you and your friends got together and you walked down the hallway and your other friends were right there. Like it's a, it's the same kind of feel. It came the same kind of That's feeling so here. And so I think just like leaning in because I, I've, I mean, I don't have a choice. I, I work here, so I have to lean in. But um, <laughs> I, I know that there are people that have a spouse that works at camp and they live on property and they are fairly intentionally removed and not a part of the community. And they're, they're around and they're not like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to like, you know, sh- cut everybody else off and not communicate with them. But like, I wouldn't say they're an intentional part of the community. And I don't know how those people feel about it, but I would, I would imagine it can be really hard mm-hmm. and really isolating. And so I would just encourage you whatever um, level of involvement you have to just kind of lean in and, and yeah, jump in. jump in. Yeah. And I would say also be open and willing to go to those activities that you have a chance to, to see what your spouse is doing. So you're not just, Oh, well, I think he does this. This yeah. is what I hear. Or you have the uh, unique ability to see your spouse at work and act interested and support them. Mm-hmm. So For show sure. that you care and that you want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think another thing, um, talking with communication and boundaries is being willing to be really honest and vulnerable mm-hmm. with your partner or your family member or whatever the relationship is of it. It is different. It is weird. And so just kind of like being able to sit in that and be okay with, Hey, like, this is weird. I don't know how I feel about whatever this, this change or the fact that now you're busy all of a sudden and you weren't last month, but now you work like 12 hour days every day instead of eight Yeah, and sitting in that and like being open in your communication about that, but also be willing to say like, Hey, I'm glad, you know, you guys obviously it works out and you are like, John, you go to different things in the evening that aren't technically part of your job, but you enjoy them and your family enjoys them. But like, if you are the partner at home and that's not really working, like being vulnerable enough to like, Hey, mm-hmm. that I don't really like the way this setup is like, I don't feel like I see you enough. Like, can we figure something else out? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, you can kind of just slip into your routines at camp and you're involved in these things, you're doing these things. And especially like in ministry, like a lot of us are in ministry because we really care about people. And so like we are givers and we say yes and we give and give and give. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes unintentionally we can leave out the people that we care about because we are giving to other people's other people who don't realize what that's taking away from. So being open and honest with your partner, like, hey, I'm really glad that you like doing evening activities but like i don't like the fact that that means you spend two extra hours every single night in the summer doing this like can we can you go to half of those can we figure something just being willing to be honest about that because those can be hard conversations but it's also really hard to suffer in silence so yeah for sure oh. well and also i think when you're first starting your job you don't always know what it's gonna look like too so your spouse has to get in the rhythm of things and the routine mm-hmm. and what that looks like for him. So he can't necessarily or her tell you, Oh, well, this is what I'm doing because that might change and they don't, they don't know. So I would say, give them, you know, be lenient and because they don't, they may not know. And so once they do, then you can, right. you can jump into that too, but yeah, it takes time. It does. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for all your input. We really appreciate it. And we are about to have a super 
duper special guest to join She's us. She's anxiously waiting. She's very anxiously waiting. So we are going to bring her in. Do you guys have, before we go, any final... Yeah, any tips and tricks that you haven't shared? Thoughts, tidbits. Jokes. Facts. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. It <laughs> was great. We'll have you back sometime. Eh, I'm sure. Possibly. We'll yeah. see. Awesome. Thanks. We are back with the president. Special guest. Of the Camp People fan club. Oh. What should our listeners be called? Like, if you listen to Camp Pod or Camp People, what should you be called? She has to sit down her toy in order to think. Hmm. I didn't give you any prep time. I'm sorry. Should we circle back? Yeah. Okay, great. We'll circle back. Okay. Maybe camp listeners. Okay. All right. Or campers, because people come to camp to listen sometimes, so maybe campers. Campers? Okay. All right. We could be on to something. All right. Campers. So, so the... So, campers. <laughs> so, the, the president of the campers. <laughs> Are we saying your middle name or just your first and last name? Or just your first name? Just, yeah, just first name. Okay. Claire. Claire. <laughs> That's her name. Her we name's got, Claire. We got Claire today. Well, my nickname is CJ. Her nickname's CJ. For Claudia Jean. No, Claire Jean. Mr. <laughs> so, we are saying her so middle name. <laughs> and Claire... Is just lucky enough to be my daughter. Ah, how old are you? Eight. You're eight? She's yep, eight, years, eight old. years old. Eight and full. Gonna turn eight years old. Gonna turn nine. She's full of sass. She is full of sass. Okay, Claire. So, do you know why you're on this podcast? Because it's about camp and I literally live at on campgrounds. Yes. Literally. Literally. So this podcast is, yep, it is about camp, and Mariah and I are talking about what it's like to have family at camp, and fun fact, you are part of a family. And you're at camp. And you're at camp, okay? So Mariah and I are going to ask you some questions, okay? Okay. First and most important, what's your favorite camp food? I would probably say the lasagna and yes. um, hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs. Okay. I got and probably lasagna right. also when you can make your own taco at summer camp. Okay. Oh, yeah. But lasagna? The lasagna. top one? Probably. Okay. Yes. Because Eric makes the best lasagna. Yeah. She makes pretty good lasagna. Lasagna's, okay, Claire. Um, what is your favorite camp activity? So, like, your favorite thing to do at camp? I would probably say going in the lake for free um, swim and also when we went up to the beach field and played um, a tag game. With capture the flag? Yeah. Capture, capture the flag. flag. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite thing about living at camp? I would say it's being out in nature because I love nature and probably being able to be able, whenever no one's here, me and my dog mostly just running around being crazy and being able to have a lot of space and maybe being able to practice basketball or anything. Mm. Awesome. You do love running around and being crazy, don't you? <laughs> yes, That's I do. Accurate. What's your least favorite part about being a kid at camp? Probably when I go to camp like day camp or something i can't tell people i live at camp when i do but i my parents always say like john always say not allowed to 
tell people. So that's kind of the bummer about living at yeah, camp. Because we want to make sure that we're being humble and yeah. not being prideful that we live here. Probably also that I'm not in a neighborhood, so I don't have any other kids to play oh, with. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the best friend, Trey. So, Claire, when you found out two years ago that we were moving here, what did you think? When Mommy and I sat down and said, hey, Claire, we're leaving Indiana and we're moving to this... To this camp in the middle of Michigan. Camp in Michigan. What did you think? Um, that's a very interesting question. Um, I first, when I heard it, first <laughs> when I heard it, I was really scared and nervous because I knew I was guessing I would probably wouldn't make friends because I was also, after that happened, I was also in Minnesota mm-hmm. with my- With your uncle? With my, yeah, my Grammy and Papa and my cousins. And yeah. one night when I was sitting in bed, me and my Grammy started crying because I yeah. didn't want to move and all that. So I got really hyper and upset and almost scared that nothing would work. And now I'm living here and I have me, I'm having more fun than I yeah. had in Indiana. But it was super scary to start out with, wasn't it? Yeah, and a little nervousing. Did yeah. you know what to expect about living at camp? Not really, because I never went to a camp when I was younger. Like okay. I never went to camp or day camp. So, and but I have gone camping before with because with our friends. But that's a second reason why I didn't want to move here because <laughs> some stuff happened. Like I got bit in the eye by a spider, my eye swelled up, so I got super nervous and all oh my goodness. about yeah, that. Because you went you went tent camping, right? So yeah. did you think you were gonna live in a tent? Probably not. I was just scared <laughs> that I would have animals maybe coming into a house or something. Oh, and getting yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've never fair. been to like a summer camp before, had you? No, I haven't ever been to a summer camp. I've just been camping with like two times. So if a kid were to ask you for some advice because they were about to go into camping, like their parents were going to move to a camp, what would you tell that kid? I would probably give the advice of don't be nervous because when you move to a camp it's so fun because you have a lot of ton of room to just run around and have fun and you make a lot of and you can make lots of new friends at your new school maybe Mm -hmm. and it's just because you can make friends it's mostly that don't be nervous because it's super fun living at a camp yeah that's that's some good advice What's the coolest thing about that you've learned since being at camp? That's a little difficult. That's why I asked it. (laughs) Of course. He's a trickster. I have one on the tip of my brain. Um, Whenever, because I live at camp. Yeah. And, um... Sometimes there would still be kids here, and there would be these Native American people that came and yeah. taught stuff. And I kind of learned a lot from that stuff because mm-hmm. I learned a lot because I actually made friends with the kids that did yeah. it. So I kind of learned a lot of stuff from them so, coming. Yeah, you learned that's a, pretty cool. You learned a lot about how we need to show love and kindness to everyone, and even though people might be different than us, yeah, we need to treat them with love and kindness, right? Yeah, totally. It's a, a pretty good thing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to look back 
reflect on your whole eight years. Reflect on the last two years of your life. Oh, last two years. <laughs> would you never move to camp? Or would you want to s- stay at camp? I would probably want to stay at camp because first, there's tons of nature. I love nature. And there's tons of art and crafts. Second, I want to make all these amazingly friends I have and my best friendship. Yeah? Yep. Um. What have you learned about Jesus since you've been at camp? Ooh, that's difficult. Dad's got some tough questions. Oh, yeah, he does. Probably that he made everyone different and themselves because we would have like chapel at the chapel after breakfast. Yeah. And one of the stories was talking about how God created you as you. And I think that kind of really was yeah. nice. High five. Yeah. That's definitely something you can take back to school with you, right? Yeah, probably. Cause I did teach one person. I asked them about God and we were going to pray, but then I had to line up and go to class. Mm. Well, that's super cool. Claire that, cause there's something you can learn at camp that God does make you as you. And that's super cool. That you can go back to school and you can talk to other people about it and that you can pray at school about it because you shouldn't be afraid to, Talk to you at school about Jesus, right? Yep. Awesome. And my teacher did say on my report card that he likes how I talk about Jesus at school. Yeah, nice. That is super cool. Your, your teacher is a pretty awesome guy, isn't he? Oh, he is. Totally. Yeah. Totally. He's, he's pretty awesome. Um, Claire, if you were to talk to a kid right now uh, that's listening to our podcast, um, and you were to say, like, this is why you should go to summer camp. Oh, what would you say? Like, if you were doing a commercial... What would you say? Like, this is why you should go to summer camp. What would you say? I would probably have thumbs up the whole time and probably say, you should come to summer camp because you make can make learn all types of stuff of camping and all camping, and you can make tons of friends, probably. Yeah. What else? Um, that, that you can learn about Jesus and all that. Yeah. Um, I got a really important question for Uh-oh. you. Who I'm gonna give you the pass of your <laughs> not your parents. Who is your favorite staff member? I think I was thinking about this earlier. Mariah. You. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice. Is um, that just because I'm the one that asked you the question? No, it's because we've had times together and they've been fun. Yeah. yeah. Is Mariah teaching how to play softball? Yep, we actually were in the gym once when she babysitted me and Luke, and I did pretty good. You did. You did pretty good. Luke from running. You did beat him at running a couple times. Well, Luke's pretty slow, so (laughs) it doesn't take much, does it? I guess not. Okay, Claire, I think that's all our questions. Do you have any advice to anybody on camping or any advice to, like, mom and dads out there that might work at a camp on how they can help their families at camp or anything like that that you might have for us? Maybe for the kids, maybe. Yeah, you, you can advice, advice for mom and dad. You can advice for kids at camp. Any, any advice you might have. Go ahead. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Shoot. Go ahead. Maybe if you're um, a family that's living at camp and there's no, there's free time, probably maybe because it's so nice out. Maybe go around for walks with your family or your dog and just 
look around at nature and have fun. Yeah. What about go out for ice cream? Oh, yes. Go out for ice cream. Also ice cream. (laughs) And golf cart rides. Yes, golf cart rides, definitely. Especially if you live by a lake because in the summertime, you might family and sometimes Mariah or Luke or friends would come and join us and we would do golf cart rides around <laughs> around the lake yeah around the lake and it was so much fun yeah yeah those are fun awesome well claire thank you so much for joining us it was lots of fun peace out girl scout awesome Bye. well thank you everyone for joining us on camp people and we will talk to you all later bye bye